Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is accepting your partner as is. How to do it. Let's find out. Hello, hello, I'm Natasha Chandel. You're listening to Kinda Dating. I'm here with... Aisha. Hi, guys. Yes. Um, <laughs> guys, before we start, if you like what you hear, please, as always, give us a five-star review on the podcast app. Subscribe. And we are also on YouTube. Um, Aisha, who do we got today that we want to have a shout-out to? Today, we have a shout-out from Charlie to 19. Yeah, and Charlie, Charlie says, Natasha and her crew keep finding fresh angles to dissect all craziness of dating. And as a result, a really good show that just keeps getting better. Oh, my God. <laughs> my favorite, right? <laughs> my favorite part is the authenticity. Everyone is so real and doesn't hold back from sharing their own life experiences, which makes it so much more relatable. While maintaining a constant high quality of content. Great job, guys. Oh. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Charlie. We are so, so grateful for that. Um, Please keep the reviews coming, whether it's on, um, you know, y'all love to slide in my DMs. I kind of love it, too. So um, whether it's there uh, on our socials or on the podcast app, please keep the reviews coming um, and just know that it helps us a lot. And uh, we will give you a shout out on the show. Yeah, so yeah. thank you. Um, we're also on the socials. We are at Kind of Dating on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I'm at Natasha Chandel on Facebook, Instagram, and Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. Aisha, where are you? I am at Aisha Says Dance across all social platforms. Yay! Um, <laughs> guys, we are welcoming back Hi. our friend. Um, we hey. have actress, host, social media influencer who you have seen oh, on yeah. The Doctors on CBS and also on Disney Style. Oh, we yeah. have Candy Washington. Hey, guys. What's Thank up, you so girl? Much oh, my God. Wait, so me. tell us. Yes. You have a book coming oh, yeah. out. Awesome. Drop that. Awesome. Oh, <laughs> yes. I have a book that's currently out, guys. Yes. So head on over to Amazon.com and type in Sugar Pills, 10 Days to Awaken Your Inner Power by Candy Washington. It's a really fun, interactive guide that takes you through 10 days of unlocking your inner power from having a vision, perseverance, creating standards for yourself, a vision, creating a supportive tribe for yourself. And they're all based on personal stories that I've gone through and how I persevered. And hopefully you can find value in it. And there's also an interactive component where I ask you different questions and you can write them out. And yeah, it's really fun. And you can find me at Candy Washington on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Head over to CandyWashington.com for my blog and more stuff. Yes, uh, guys, yes. get that book. Oh, yes. um, so uh, we already asked you before, but just once again, yes. for new new listeners, single or in a relationship. What? <laughs> what am I trying to say? Single Ooh. or in a relationship. I am single and ready to mingle. So just go ahead and slide into that DM. <laughs> I am here for it. Send me a tweet. Send me a comment. Yes. Yes. Shoot an email. Like, <laughs> I ain't too proud to beg. Like, yes. She's just open. She's yes. open, guys. I'm open. Um, so today we're talking about accepting your partner as is. Mm. Aisha? Yes. Have you ever felt that you were not accepted as you were? Or do you think you have ever sort of not accepted somebody else? Um, I, 
think I've been accepted. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, no one's told me otherwise. Yeah. You, and you've never felt it. Like, yeah. You never like had somebody trying to change you. Oh, or no. Something. No, definitely not. Um, and then I have probably to a fault mm. <laughs> accepted people um, as they are. Right. Um, but also there have been other things that like I didn't accept. Yeah. So. What do you yeah. mean like by to a fault? Like in... Um, like we've talked about previously, like if it's sort of obvious that the person is not, you know, where they should be as sort of levels of the relationship, I'll like let, oh, I used to let things slide, yeah, you know, yeah, hoping yeah. that maybe it'll change. I'm accepting maybe behavior that I don't necessarily love. Yeah. Um, right. But because I'm like into the person, I'll be like, it's fine. We'll figure that out later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's yeah. where like the, the the acceptance part can go too far, right? right. Like everything in balance. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Candy, what yeah. about you? Have you do you have you felt oh, I've times def- that you are not accepted and times that maybe you have not I, accepted somebody as this? Yes, I have definitely been judged mm. in relationships. Yeah, for absolutely. What? Um the last guy that I dated actually, he was a big judger. Mm. So he Ooh. would say things like, Oh, like you have such a like your ego this, your ego that, oh, you're self-centered, wow. you're this or that, you think your things are more important than my things, like all these things. And Mm. the truth was that he was just projecting his own insecurity onto me because he didn't feel that he was where he wanted to be in his life. So it was like, no, I'm not self-centered. I like I'm running my own business. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm trying to make time for you in my life because I'm trying to make your priority. So when I say, oh, I'm booked, you know, Tuesday from three to five, like, are you free at six? That's not me saying that my things are more important than your things. That's me communicating to you right. when I'm trying to include you in my life. Yeah. But if but but since he was in a place where he didn't feel confident or secure in himself, what he heard was, "Oh, she thinks her things are better than mine." Mm. And um, the whole ego thing was like his own ego. Like he didn't feel like I don't know maybe as much as a partner relationship. So the truth was that it was his ego that was bruised. So I think that's a big thing to realize, especially. Um, in general, but for women in particular, mm. I think when your partner is saying things that can lead to being emotionally or mentally abusive, know that it is a fault in them and not a fault in you. Mm. And you need to get out of it sooner rather than later because that type of behavior does not get better. It gets worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you have people who are eroding your sense of self and trying to bring you down to make themselves feel better, that's not your boyfriend. That's not a partner. That is a potential abuser. Mm. So get out. Yeah. yeah I would yeah. say. So I've definitely been been judged in relationships. Yeah. Um. And I would say for me, I think when I first started out dating, I put up with way too mm-hmm. much. But again. Not to blame the other person, but to take my own accountability. It was because I had the problem of people pleasing. Yeah. Right. Where I always said yes, never wanted to say no, always put somebody else's feelings above my own. I never wanted to come across as self-centered or you're full of yourself or you're a bit or you're a bitchy or, mm-hmm. you know, you're this or that. I had the disease to please where I was so afraid of, you know, disappointing somebody else that I would essentially sacrifice myself and disappoint myself and put my own needs at the back burner for somebody else. Mm -hmm. So I think that in the beginning, when I first started out dating, like my like, like super early twenties. Yeah. I dated guys that definitely were not 
like the like they were fine. They weren't horrible, but I eroded myself for them. Mm. Um, now that would absolutely not fly. Yeah. But, you know, you live and you learn and you grow. But yeah, I've definitely had relationships where I was judged just for being myself like the things he would judge me on if I were a man he would be like oh bro I want I want you to like mentor me or like you know like <laughs> oh like you're like he since I was a woman he called me self-centered mm. but if I were a man he would call me ambitious mm. right 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 See? yeah so totally. it's just like okay like, yeah yeah yeah. Um, I've definitely had had this issue a lot, um, which is why like somebody I, I met last week was asking me, he's like, well, what's important to you? And I said, somebody has to let me be me. And by that, I mean, like um, for me, it was always like I'm a really um, open super like open and I, I try to literally be kind to everybody as mm -hmm. much as I can, unless I feel like you've disrespected me, then I, I sometimes have to set a boundary. But yeah. Um, my my work and my career and I was always really ambitious like I moved from Canada to America mm -hmm. and when I came here as a kid like I got like one of the top visas here to move here I remember everybody being like how would you you're literally being like that's never gonna happen I said cool let me show you mm -hmm. right. and I did it but that's because like I'm focused and I, and I, I I work really hard and and that really made people insecure mm -hmm. so I remember like my four-year boyfriend who, you know, loved, loved him to death, was so insecure that like when we went out, um, you know, there was a point that I was a publicist for a few years. And if I went and some of my uh, artists were like known celebrities, so yeah. I would be at parties mm -hmm. with them, trying to mingle them with other people. And you know how in like entertainment, people hug you and they go mwah, mwah, like they'll sure. kiss yeah, you on yeah. your cheeks. I would never do it because I knew it made him uncomfortable. But he was there. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And, and but if somebody else did it to me, right. I mm -hmm. got in trouble. And I was like, mm. what the fuck? I was like, I can't control. I just I, it became a thing about me hugging somebody else. It then became a thing of like where I couldn't even go out because um, if somebody happened to like be in a club and they like, you know, wandered their eye over me, it was a fight. And then, you know, my then I was with somebody for two and a half years and that turned into it actually became you're too ambitious and it was choose See? me or acting. And I think Oof. the worst decision I ever made in my life, like, is that I chose him right. mm -hmm. because I had fought my family to be with him. And I was like, OK. And now, yeah, 10 years later, well, that time he cheated on me with the girl he ended up marrying. Fine. God bless. Then she cheated on him. Well. And now they're getting a divorce. Yes. And, no, no. But it's not even that. Like, And we reconciled a few years ago and we're fine. I forgave him. But now to hear, because I remember he made me feel crazy right. that I was like, did that even happen? Did somebody actually You're ask gaslit. me to, to quit? Or was it, did I just choose to do it? And then he came back and he apologized. And he goes, I cannot believe I asked you to do that. I am so, so sorry. Right. And it was like literally at the peak of my career when like things were going so well. And I was like... Mm. it's fine like it was a decision I made and, and a very ignorant decision because I was I had I felt like I had nothing at the time and, yeah. and I lost my family for him so I chose him you know but I, through a lot of those things where people and then coming back to a guy that I was living with you know he he turned into somebody who adored what I did and then when we actually started being together he said and I said from day one I said I don't post pictures of people I date uh, even if I'm in a Me serious either. relationship, I don't. And yeah. it has nothing to do 
guys with social media and like my perception of being single it's literally the things that are really important to me i keep really private yeah and I, it's just how i am um i don't like negative projection of energy and i sort of believe in that and so i'm like you know it's just not, nothing i do i said it from day one his friends started telling him oh she's mm-hmm. um she must be she must be a player if she doesn't post a picture with you and i'm mm-hmm. like what I was like, you have all my access to like, yeah. all my social media. Like, there's nothing there. Oh, you gave him access? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, but no, I'm like no, a no. super open. Like, I, <laughs> but this is the thing. Like, Whoa, everybody's no, fine. No, no. Like, for me, I just don't care. I'm like, right. I just don't care. And so, but just let me be me. And then if, yeah. like, people would comment on my posts, he got mad at me. And I'm right. like, somebody's being nice. I'm being polite back. Am I saying anything, like, uh, disrespectful mm-hmm. right. to you? And and but it just turned into like trying to put like put me under their thumb. And so like that, you know, has been like a huge thing for me where I've just been like, I just need people to like let me be an open, friendly person and like trust that I don't do the wrong thing. Yeah. And I'm like, you're only you're with me because you probably know that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, so I think like but but then conversely, you know, I have when we were prepping for this episode, I was like, have I ever done it to somebody else? And I do, I will say that I'm I'm really staunch in like certain things that I don't like, but I tell people that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And if they downplay that and then it comes up later, like for me, drugs is a thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, but then that's again, guys, I'm not judging anybody out there who chooses to do any kind of drug that makes you feel happy. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just saying it's not something I enjoy handling in a relationship so like when I date somebody I tell them that in the beginning and so like my ex who I was living with told me he didn't do anything and then when we started living together he was constantly doing it in the house and I'm like oh well this is now again going from zero to Mm hundred for somebody who wasn't mentally prepared for this I probably wouldn't have been in this situation if I had known this information so then I would be like I don't like this and then you know I think he felt stifled from it that he couldn't be himself and I was like mm. I'm not saying you can't be yourself just you could be yourself outside the relationship <laughs> yeah like, I, you know because at that point you've lied to me yeah yeah so yeah. so like but to to be fair I guess in a way I have also done that to somebody mm-hmm. so like I'm trying to see it from like both points of view you know um of like so- sometimes yeah. there are things that we also do to people um out of whatever it is, sometimes it's like insecurity or sometimes it's just things that we don't like, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, And I think the key with that is like, like letting your partner be or being yourself is that like one thing that struck me when you were talking about um, the guy that you were dating and he was like, it's me or your acting career or whatever. Um, and you were like, oh, I chose him. But I think in like those situations, I definitely identify with what you're saying. It's not so much that we chose the other person. It's that we didn't choose ourselves. Mm. Oh, 100%. Because that's a form of self-abandonment. And so when wow. you don't choose yourself, that is a pattern that you then take on to other relationships. So then you find yourself, that's that, That's what I was speaking to earlier. I wasn't choosing myself in those relationships. Mm. I was like, well, I know what I deserve. And I, and I know like, you know, I'm what I'm worthy of and blah, 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 blah. Like I knew those things, but I didn't believe it. Mm. So the fact that I didn't truly believe it I abandoned myself the moment somebody threatened it mm-hmm. because I didn't truly believe yeah. it. So instead of saying it's not about, you know, like choosing other people or letting or letting or giving other people power to let you be you. It's I choose myself and I am who I am. Yes. Period. Wow. Love it. And mm-hmm. I, and also like um to your point, 
I think the most beautiful part of letting your partner be who they are authentically is that you then have the potentiality to to fall in love with them. Mm -hmm. You're not falling in love with the representative. You're Mm -hmm. not falling in love with the potential of who they could be. You're not falling in love with an ideal of who you think they are. And when you truly fall in love with someone who they are as is, then you free up the space for them to fall in love with you as is, Mm -hmm. right? Because you fell in love with that guy you fell in love with his representative. He yes, told, he gave you totally. lip service. Mm-hmm. He told you what he wanted to hear. And then he took off mm-hmm. that mask. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, whoa, this is not what mm-hmm. I signed up for. Right. And we've all done it. We've all yeah. done it, you know? And, um, but yeah, it's just about like, I'm like too honest to a fault, guys. I tell yeah, everybody well, you on know you, I'm like, this is what you're going to do. But <laughs> it's better. It's better to be that. So then they can fall in love with you. Right. Warts and all yeah. the shiny bits and the not shiny bits. Yeah. They can fall in love with you because your representative at some point will go away. Right. And you are going to see who you are. All, <laughs> all of it. Candace so, checking herself out yes, as she says that. I say it. <laughs> guys, we're going to take a really quick break. But when we're back, we're going to, we're going to talk about something at you know, I'd love everybody's thoughts. Ooh, what is ooh. the difference between accepting somebody as is mm-hmm. and compromise? Oh. First message. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Having trouble with love? Don't know if the guy or girl you're with is the one? When will you find love? Let the Zodiac answer your questions. Get your horoscope read from Vedic Indian astrologer and my dad, Bandit Jathan Prakash Chandale. All you need is your date of birth, place of birth, time of birth, and he can help guide you in all areas of love, career, health, and more. He's helped my life tremendously as well as thousands of clients. Get your first reading for just $100. Email kindadating at gmail.com with the subject astrology for the special discount. Hey guys, welcome back. You're listening to Kinda Dating. I'm Natasha Chandel here with Aisha. Hey guys. And Candy Washington. Hey guys. Um, so we're talking about um, accepting your partner as is. If you like what you're hearing or you have different thoughts or opinions than us, send us an email to kindadating at gmail.com or, you know, hit us up on the DMs. Yeah. You know where to find us. Um, <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. We're, you know, we're getting to a point where we're talking about like accepting your partner as is. And um, I want to ask you guys, do you think you're going to always like everything about your partner? No. Definitely not. <laughs> I don't like everything unanimous. about myself. Yeah. How can I like everything about somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love everything yeah. about myself. Yeah. But it doesn't mean I like it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think so. So Mark uh, Manson said this that was uh, really poignant to me. He said, and he says it in a funny way. Um, he goes, the most accurate metric for your love of somebody is how you feel about their flaws. If you accept them and even adore some of their shortcomings, her obsessive cleanliness, his awkward social tics, and they can accept and even adore some of your shortcomings, well, then that's a sign of true intimacy and that things can work out. Um, Because, yeah, like a lot of people nowadays, right, like you go, especially on dates and stuff, like people um, are just like, oh, no, I'm going to I'm supposed to like everything about this person. Mm. And and that's just not going to be possible but you have to you have to see if those flaws are things that will annoy you or not like to me right the dude i met last week (laughs) (laughs) lovely gentleman but the fact that he facetimes me at all hours oh dear god really annoys me (laughs) and you met him last week just last week yeah boundaries brother oh yeah boundaries yeah Yeah. and we've been and i've said it to him i said but i but it was also because i said to him it wasn't even so much the fact that he wanted to facetime is that i said 
it's not something I totally enjoy. It's mm-hmm. something I mostly yeah. do with my nephew. And like, I'm just running around all the time. I right. don't have time to stop and like yeah. FaceTime, FaceTime somebody. Yeah. Because I feel more like at least, okay, even a phone call, I can run and do a phone call while I'm doing other things. FaceTime, I feel like oh, I have to yeah. hold it's you up while I'm doing things. And, and but he keeps FaceTiming. <laughs> you know, I had a similar situation. I was on a second date with a guy and we got dinner and drinks. But when it came to any of the drinks, I was like, oh, I actually have a photo shoot this weekend. So I'm not drinking right now. Right. Um, I just want to make sure I look like fresh and like just yeah. you know, really great. And right. I think it was like, I don't know what in his mind made him insecure that I wasn't drinking on a date. Like, oh, it's you're allowed not to drink oh, on a yeah. date, guys. Hello. <laughs> I was sober um, forever until like three years ago. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I was like, I was like, I'll get like, you know, like some like like a cool infused coffee or like whatever, yeah. you know? And so we um, wrapped up dinner. I didn't drink at dinner. And then we went out dancing and at the club, he was like, oh, like, what do you want to drink? And I was like, oh, like surprise me, maybe like a ginger ale with a splash of some, like not a splash of alcohol, but right. like a splash of like pineapple juice, like something fun, but not alcoholic, obviously. Yeah. And he came back with like, a Long Island iced tea or something that was like so ridiculously alcoholic. And I was just like, this is the last time I'm ever seeing you because right. you clearly don't respect me. You clearly yeah. don't respect my boundaries. And you're putting whatever false narrative you created in your mind to think that me not drinking meant I don't like you. Like somehow he like yeah, equated yeah, yeah. those yeah. two. And I was just like, this isn't this isn't going to wrap, especially yeah. when it comes to something like alcohol and like right. being yeah, yeah, on like course. a date with someone yeah. where those where those two things could lead as well. Yeah. So it's like if you don't respect me when I say I don't want to drink something alcoholic, what are you also not going to respect me on? Of course. Or what else are you not going to listen to me on, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, Mm -mm. there is a point of, um, uh, like with this gentleman I was speaking of, um, there, I, there is nothing. No, I actually say that because he (laughs) is. No, no, it's fine. He actually is really, really nice. Yeah. But I think his needs and his, uh, what, what he actually needs on a day-to-day, which is like, and we've talked about this. He asked me, he goes, how do you think things are going so far? Less than a week, guys. God. Back wow. somebody's even asked me that, I'm like, You're guys, like, here's my PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> and also Slide two, five, like, not well. Pace. <laughs> Sounds like pace it. super clingy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so then, so I, I said to him, I was like, do you want real talk? The thing is, I don't think anything's wrong with us as individuals, but yeah. I think your need is like you need somebody available and you like to move things fast. Yeah. Mine is I'm not that available at the current moment and I like to move things slow. I go. become mm-hmm. more available in time, but that time is slow we'll, for we'll me. come. Because like yeah. I, I just like to move slower because yeah. like I process a little slower in certain things, you know? So I'm like, but the fact that he doesn't, like totally get that is the right. part that and I told him he's like well no no I I mean I just will let you be however you are and I was like well calm down I don't want you to change yeah I want you to feel good in in whatever you're in yeah you know which is like there are lots of women out there who yeah. love what he's giving yeah which sure. is yeah. like I'm available I want to see you all the time I want to move the things a little faster our friend mm-hmm. who we were talking about Aisha yeah. and I yeah, love that. <laughs> you would hop on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, but that's like the trick, though. It, the trick is like finding someone that compliments mm-hmm. you. Like right. you know, what two things? They don't have to be the same, but when they are put together, they make sense. Totally. So you really have to find someone that compliments you. Like I, I, I need, I need a weirdo out there, mm-hmm. you guys. If yeah. you're kind of kooky and weird <laughs> in like a really fun way, 
let and a girl then, know. And but like coming back to like knowing what you cork. want, right? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and knowing yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Aisha might get really annoyed if somebody like leaves socks on the floor. Like yes, so annoyed to a point yeah. that it's like not <laughs> to me. I don't care. I'm like, all right, we'll just pick it up by the that. end of the day. You know, like, yeah. I, yeah. But some people are, they have just their different things yeah. and you, it's not about a right or wrong. It's just knowing what's like a fit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, Is it a fit? Yeah. yeah. Why do you think we ask people to change or why do you think people have asked us to change? I think we want to fit people into this box that we have mm-hmm. imagined mm-hmm. for ourselves. So say we find this person not quite right, but you know what? I can change Fix this stuff to too, get them right? to where I want them to yep. be. So it's like, you know, instead of doing the real work of finding that person that is compatible with you, you just sort of take the person you have and try very hard to mm-hmm. fit them into what you yeah. actually want. And it builds so much yeah. resentment. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just can't do it. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the codependency thing is huge, yeah. right? Which yeah. is like fi- like trying to fix someone. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and women tend to be more codependent in relationships, but gir- guys, dudes, y'all, y'all love finding like broken the women. Yeah. 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 And 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 being like, oh, I'm gonna be her savior. I will tame her. Yes, exactly. Oh, Wild and then, lioness. And then just she like you know, you can't fix people's like baggage and their yeah. their yeah. past and their pain and well, I think the people who are, who are seeking to to fix and change other people are the people who need to be fixed and change themselves. Of course. Right. Because I think um, like the core of codependency is I'm going to focus on someone else's pain so I don't have to focus on my own. Yes. So that's that's like the, the core of it. Yeah. So I think um, just realizing that people only change for themselves and when they are ready to change and it's not our job to fix or change other people mm. and if we feel that way then we needed to kind of take a beat and be like what is it about myself that I need to fix or change where I know that it's not my responsibility to like do that for other people yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think in, in uh, my personal case it's also been a lot of like control and insecurity mm-hmm. I think it's like you know we try to um, the people that I've been with have always tried to control me you mm-hmm. know what they love about me they hate about me what right. they love about me is like the, you know, there is a part of what we do that's ma- ma- makes us um, attra- attractive, you know, exciting. and I say that yeah. in quotes, yeah, mm-hmm. and exciting in a different way. But then that world also comes with like other requirements where you are the, like Candy, you mm-hmm. you definitely know this, Aisha, you too, like mm-hmm. you are the brand in a way, yeah. you know, like 100%. you mm-hmm. are the, you don't have like a business specifically that you're selling. It's like you. <laughs> you. And yeah. so you are uh, the business. Yeah. And you so like business. you have to be available to people. You have to be out there, you know, the yep world the digital age and mm-hmm. shit like that and so some people get really resentful about it and they try to control that yep. because they don't want to lose you or they think yeah. that they're going to lose you but yeah. they don't think that they deserve you yeah is, is that's 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 the, that's, that's the core of, that's the core of it yes. they think mm-hmm. they think well why is she with me mm-hmm. so i can't figure out why she's with me because i don't have confidence and i don't have self-esteem like if you if you're thinking, I don't know why someone is with me, you really need to work on your self-confidence. You really need to work on your self-love yeah. and you really need to build up your own self-esteem because the core of it is they think that they are not worthy of us. Yeah. Right. And so instead of saying, let me work on myself to be worthy, they take the coward's way out and they say, let me bring her down to where oh, I'm yeah. at right. or beneath me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is what they're doing by yeah. like saying, oh, your career or me or you're so self-centered and egotistical those are their tactics to make us feel less than mm-hmm. yeah. so they feel worthy of. And yeah. that's and that's what the crust of it is. So if you find yourself in a relationship where you're trying to change someone or somebody's trying to change you, 
you, you got to cut your losses it and, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and get out of it. But that doesn't mean that you don't communicate and compromise because in all relationships, yes, you have compromise, but your compromising should never come at a sacrifice of self. And I think that's the difference because yeah. we were um, discussing like, you know, the difference mm-hmm. between like compromise and accepting, you know, your partner. I think you can compromise. Of course, there's always concessions that have to be made. It's not my way or the highway because right. then you need to check yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as long as that compromise doesn't, you know, sacrifice yourself. Like, for example, like if the guy I was dating had come to me and was like, hey, you know what? You know, when you tell me all these fancy things you're going to, it makes me feel like the things I'm doing isn't as great. Um, maybe we could figure out a way to communicate that differently or whatever, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. And I would be like, thank you so much for sharing that with me going forward. Instead of saying, oh, my God, I have this, this and this. I'll just tell you when I am available. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's a compromise through communication. But I'm not sacrificing myself. Right. Like I'm not dimming my shine to make him feel better. Yes. So I think you can definitely compromise in relationships um, without sacrificing yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's more of a sign of a health relationship. But when you find yourself sacrificing self for a relationship, somebody's got to make yeah. a move and get out. Right. I actually want to give the example because, like, you know, we always talk about the, since we're uh, a panel of females here right now. But Woo-hoo. like my guy friend, um, the same thing happened to him. So New Year's Eve, he's he's been with this girl for over two years now. Um, he's like the, the the star, like dancer and dance teacher for this big company. And um, she um, from our friends who moved from kind of dating to almost married, you know wedding planning can be super stressful. Well, Zola, the wedding company that will do anything for love, is reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moment in couples' lives even happier. Conveniently manage everything online and in one place. Zola takes the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites, your dream wedding registry, affordable save the dates and invitations, and easy to use planning tools. It's so easy and takes just minutes to set up with over 100 beautiful wedding website designs to choose from that fit any couple style and every type of wedding. Then move on to building your dream registry at the Zola store, which has the widest selection of gifts at all different price points. There's something for every guest to give. To start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry on Zola, go to Zola.com slash dating. That's Z-O-L-A dot com slash dating for $50 off your registry on Zola. So you know how um, we uh, normally talk about this from like a female perspective because mm-hmm. we're a panel of women here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right. Uh uh, this happened to my guy friend. So he was with a girl for over two years. He was like the star, like dancer and teacher for this big company. Um, she uh, just moved to the city um, and uh, didn't have any new friends and like isn't in that world at all. She's like yeah. completely opposite kind of lifestyle is of, of entertainment. And um, all of my friends started saying like, he, he started disappearing from um, the friend circle, like literally stopped hanging out with everybody. And then New Year's Eve comes and I, I went home to Toronto and um, she broke up with him and he's devastated. Ugh. And we're like hanging out New Year's Eve and he is like really upset. And she's like sending him all these ridiculous text messages oh gosh. being oh, like, um, so I just asked him, I said, like, well, what, what happened? And one of the big things was his past. 
So, and the, the reason I'm bringing this up is mm-hmm. that part of letting somebody be is like accepting who they were. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and this has also been a problem for me, which was like, so for him, it was, um, he had, he had female friends that he is now kosher and totally friends with that he had had relationships with in the past. And he was honest about it, but she wasn't okay with it. Mm-hmm. And then to sure. a point that she started then being like accusing him. And he's like literally the nicest, sweetest guy ever. Like, nice guys cheat. Sorry. No. PSA, but go ahead. And that I know. But this, <laughs> go ahead, one, go ahead. I'm this sorry. one isn't. But I would say that. Nice <laughs> guys soul. don't cheat. But how could that be? Then you're you not a nice guy. You could, you, could, you could be a nice person and still be a flawed person. No, but, the, but yeah, but you're saying like, this well, is a let, tangent. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was continuing your story. I think that's like semantics. We, we can thing talk of nice that later. We can talk person, about it later. But I don't think that those two equate. But like, okay. I, in this situation, he's definitely not doing anything. And okay. she's just literally bringing up a past over and over and over and over and over again, which he was honest about and she said she accepted. So once they had come over that, uh, you can't keep holding that against somebody mm-hmm. for the rest of their life as if nobody is allowed to. I am friends with all of my exes. Mm-hmm. I am friendly with all of my exes. Everybody I know, I date, I I say that too. I'm in the business. Some of them are in the business. I talk to them. We text. Sometimes we'll grab lunch. Like it's completely kosher. And if you're not okay with that, you, that's your insecurity. I'm completely fine with that. Right. My, my, guides the the five dated somebody and they have a past i'm like okay cool like as long as you tell me about it i'm fine like Mm -hmm. i'll find out whatever the truth is if there is something right but you can't hold it over somebody and and this was like dimming his light Mm -hmm. right and you know we can't use the same argument that like oh it's okay a guy shouldn't get jealous with a woman but but it's okay for a woman to get jealous with a guy because i don't like that like double standard thing that we do because like in this case he wasn't doing anything and then on new year's eve Mm-hmm. When she decided to break up with him, she started sending messages saying, um, you are, uh, oh, you're hanging out with your friends, of course, because you have friends while I'm sitting here alone and making him feel Ooh. guilty for having friends that he was with. Okay. And so we're like, oh, dude, this is all just like her because she's alone and she's insecure and she's not where she needs to be that she's trying to pull you down. That's obvious. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it wasn't obvious to him because he was well, like he was in it in it. Mm-hmm. And again, it was like us trying to show him like, dude, you are this like vibrant, nice, good dude. Mm-hmm. And you're being like fucking pulled down by this insecurity and you shouldn't have to live like that. Right. You know? Yeah. In well, the same way that we say. We shouldn't have to live like that. No, definitely mm-hmm. not. But it seems like her lashing out about his past is more of a symptom of something else that's going on. If that makes sense, like it's it's a symptom of a bigger problem where uh-huh. if she's trying to isolate him from his friends, she's trying to guilt him by like, oh, you're off doing stuff with your friends and I'm by myself. Like, oh, these girls in your past, blah, blah, blah. To me, that's that's oh, it's such a, a it's, bigger problem. Like, yeah. there's something she's, that's she's abusive. going on she's there. She's the abuser. Yeah. I actually said that to him. Yeah, I said, she uh, sounds super abusive. Like, that's yeah. actually the sign of an abusive relationship. Yeah, that's emotional we, abuse. We yeah. think Mental women abuse. can't be abusers. Women can be fucking abusers. Yes. And, and serial killers. Everybody oh, yeah. see Monster? <laughs> we killing people, too, now. <laughs> we be killing people, too, now. Damn. Yeah. But, I, but, but to the point of, like, the past, like, to me, I think it's like a little bit of different strokes for different folks. I think, yes, be right. honest about your past. And if you're and if your partner says, you know, I got it, I accept it, it's over, it's done, then yes, it's up to the partner to let it go. If right. if that's 
the position that they're saying they're taking and not to go back and throw it in your face again and again because yes. it's the partner's fault. However, my, like me, I'm not exactly sure I would be 100% kosher with my man chilling with no. like a girl he's been intimate with. <laughs> it, 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 there would have to be a lot of different, ha- there'd have to be a lot of different factors in that. Like, A, what's the respect level between she and I first? Does she respect me as your woman? And if she does and, like, we're cool, we have an understanding, then, like, fine. Are they spending time alone? Is it a group setting? Right. Like, what was the past? Was it Were they just friends? Did they hook up? Did they have an actual relationship? Like, it, to me, that is so multifaceted once someone has been intimate with another woman or another man or whatever, yeah. another person. To me, that's so multifaceted because I've actually been on the other end of that where I've had guy friends that I weren't even I wasn't intimate with. We've just been like best buddies. But then when they get in relationships, it's always like, oh, I don't want you hanging out with candy by yourself. Yeah. Like, wait, why is like, oh, my to the point where like one of my best friends got married to this girl. I'm like, they're great. But like we we had to have like a powwow where I was like, no, like when you guys have problems, he comes to me and I'm actually like your advocate. And I'm like, you know, she's great. You know, you love her, blah, blah, blah. But to her, she's like, oh, why are you hanging out with this other girl spilling Uh your guts to her? Like, you know what I mean? So being on both ends of it, I think it's it when it comes to a past and and that is not a past. It's actually your present. If they're still hanging out and being in their presence. To me, that's a very multifaceted thing. And there's different levels to that. But I think with your friend, that girl had a problem. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, a tick. No, and it's it's totally true. Um, it, it is a very uh, complex issue, and mm-hmm. and but my thing is, if you have both agreed, then that was exactly. your both your sure. agreement, yeah. exactly. and it's not something you can hold against. And for people in exactly. entertainment, like you know, I I was a dancer in the same dance company, and uh, my ex is part of that dance company. We, we broke up, but didn't mean I couldn't converse with him. You know right. what I mean? Like of so, not. yeah. Like you're you're in the same company. You're all, and so that's sort of his situation, where some of these people are people that he had years ago, years ago. When he was younger and shit happened and like it wasn't a deal and she knew about it and wasn't okay again that was their situation mm-hmm. but my whole thing was just that you know if you know it and you are walking into that and you are choosing to be okay with it then you can't hold it against Agreed. somebody for the rest of their Agreed. life yep. or or yeah. the fact that people have had a past like yeah. people have been uncomfortable with me that i've even had serious relationships in the past because yeah. they haven't Bruh. like they uh, haven't okay. had anybody that was that like deep or whatever so then they're like weirded out that i did and i'm like well it's not my problem yeah. <laughs> like i can't make that i can't change it you yeah. know okay so um some common things people don't tend to like about their partners well, you know one of the things i mentioned is ambition mm-hmm. um for girls girls hate like or what my guy friends always tell me about is like video games, oh, his okay. video game habits, his sport habits, sport. Of how, <laughs> how often he enjoys watching the sports, um, cleanliness. Yeah, mm. that's what I'm right. Mm-hmm. Like people yeah. uh, hate the way people live <laughs> and how much they clean or not. Or clean. not. Yeah, or not exactly. Clean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so but but what are some of the subtle ways that that people tend to ask people to change? Subtle ways? Subtle ways? Yeah. <laughs> some are subtle and some are not so yeah. subtle. I would say, like, I actually think a lack of ambition is more of a turnoff for me. That I would want to yeah. change that to be ambitious. That's like, a, yeah, you're right. Yep. more for yourself. Like, yep. if someone oh, yeah. doesn't have ambition, then I'm like, 
we 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 can't rock because yeah. I'm ambitious and we need to go up together. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the subtle ways to ask someone to change is no, like some of the way oh, yeah. people have like like oh, ultimatums is not subtle, oh, but that's no, like that's a way no. that, you know people will will get you to change. I'm, I'm I'm asking that question so people can maybe think about some of the ways that people might be manipulating them into got it, got it, got it, got into it into not being themselves. You know, right. um. Like, I think another way, you know, that people do is um, by sort of like passive aggressiveness. Right. Okay. Like, oh, the, yeah. Uh, I have a good one. Do you? <laughs> yeah. I think I think this like, oh, like, do you think you look good in that? <laughs> That's one. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. Right. You want, like, if he wants you to change, maybe you look a little less seductive. Oh, did you realize how short that skirt is? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, like those little digs. Right. Oh, you're yeah. like, oh. How do I look in this? Like right. you know, things that kind of make you like, oh, I don't, I yeah. don't know, things like that, or like, um, just things that make you question yourself. Like, well, do you think we're in a place for you to meet my parents? Mm. Like, or or, yeah. like, or like, well, you know, like when I bring a girl home, like my mom's really tough on her, so she like really has to be the one. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like by the one, I mean X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so there's so then in your mind you go, oh well. In order to be deserving of meeting his mom, I better become X, Y, and Z. Right. So right, I think right. those are subtle yeah. ways to manipulate yeah. people into changing that right. we might not even be aware of. Yeah. I mean, people also just pick an egg. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a do you the know, dishes. The... It's like the breakup, and he's yes. like, "Who wants to do the dishes?" Yeah. And she's yeah. like, "I want you to want yeah. to yeah. do the, the dishes." dishes. Yeah. And I was like, "Yes, Jennifer <laughs> Anderson. That's exactly <laughs> what it is." You know, one thing I I, I really give credit to my sister in law. Um, uh, with my brother that my brother is a big gamer mm. and he loves games and he loves sports like walk into that house if it's a Leafs game going on nothing else is on in the house it's that and he you know comes home from a long day of work he just needs to be in his room and play yeah. computers she is totally cool with it mm-hmm. she never bugs him about it only like once in a while if he's like ignoring like my you know my nephew's crying and she's oh, like yeah Games. Yeah. But otherwise, she will never. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like appreciate that because she knew what she was going into, and like she's cool with it, and she lets him have his time. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. like just for him. Where you know, um, some people could really fight that and resist that and be like, no, yeah. you know, he's playing video games now, but he won't play video games later. And right. I'm always like, people are gonna work themselves, yeah. um, not less of themselves. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, if he's if he really likes video games now, he's probably gonna like them <laughs> even more yeah. when he's like working really. Love what he feels is long hours and just wants a break. Yeah, but I feel like that's a really good example of like boundaries in a relationship. And also like, you know, this is like that's his personal time to decompress Mm -hmm. and to like do something that he enjoys. And so she knows I'm not going to cross that boundary. I'm going to let him do that and be himself because just what it sounds like she's being fulfilled in other buckets. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So since she's being fulfilled in other buckets, she's not being like because again to like the breakup it's not about the dishes it's mm-hmm. like I feel that you don't pull your weight I feel that you take right. me for granted yeah. I feel that you're not being a partner I feel that you assume I'm going to clean up after you but you're not you know doing anything for me so when people have those like little outbursts of like get off the video games do the dishes right it's never about taking up trash totally. it's always a symptom of it so it's like instead of like what are you actually mad about because mm-hmm. it's not about the trash it's not about the video games it's not about doing the dishes yeah you're pissed off because I forgot your birthday. You're pissed off because I didn't show up for you when all your friends were going out for couples and I let you go out by yourself or something. So when somebody's like nagging you, the question is, 
what are you actually mad at? Because it's uh-huh, not yes. this. Yep. So it sounds like um, like your brother and his wife have really like mastered that where she's like, I'm fulfilled in these other buckets. I'm secure enough to give you your time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he gave her the space to be secure in the relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, no, they're, they're, they're really good that way. Yeah. So what do you think is the difference, guys, then between um, asking somebody to change and compromising? What... It's a fine line. It's yeah, a fine line. That's tough. Yes, it's a tightrope. It's a tightrope. I mean, it's a tight I guess rope. asking somebody to change is like a full 180 mm-hmm. or a compromise. I don't know what that math is. Yeah, is. It's like, <laughs> meeting it's halfway, 45 exactly, degree exactly. Angle, exactly. 90 degrees. Yeah. Well, right. I think it's also like <laughs> yeah. it's like what I think it also comes down to what you're asking the person yeah. to mm-hmm. improve on. Is it improving in, you know, hey. Uh, you know, can you clean up your socks like here and there because yeah. it stinks up the house when mm-hmm. you walk in, mm-hmm. something like that versus being like um, who you are as a person isn't good. Yeah. Okay, you yeah. know, like yeah. and I think that's where the compromise has to land both ways for, and, and both people have to decide together what's the thing that works for them and doesn't work for them. Because, mm-hmm. um, again, what could work for Aisha and I doesn't work for Candy and I, right. you know, and, and people need to sort of decide that together. And pick your battles, guys. Yes. Yeah. Don't don't take every every battle to like the yeah to the, the end the, yeah, the, exactly yeah. to the end line because so like yeah because everything matters, nothing matters. So exactly. that that's when you're that's when you know when guys are like yeah her voice sounds like noise. Mm-hmm. That's when your voice becomes noise. When you just pick at everything, they tune you out. Yeah. Mm. But when it's like those moments where it's like hey babe, it's like oh. Oh, hey babe like we gotta talk okay yeah yeah it, then then it be, then it becomes a conversation but if you're like your noise yeah. your noise nobody wants to hear that yeah i don't want to hear that yeah and th- and then there are times like you know we can all improve like I, I i have learned so much from from people that i have uh dated and yes. and how to communicate better mm. or do things that i didn't know that you know and that wasn't i didn't feel it was changing me i was like oh this is making me better I can meet you halfway. Like even guy from last week who, you know, likes to phone, have phone calls all the time. Oh, the I don't like yeah. it. Yeah, I don't like it. But I was like, you know what? Is there a compromise? Is this a giant deal breaker for me? Is it changing who I am as a person? No. OK, where can I meet him halfway by like picking up a phone right. once in a while and calling him if that makes him yeah. like feel better, mm-hmm. you know? But now if it's like infringing on like my actual like where I'm saying like, hey, I, I can't talk and you're constantly calling me, then I'd be like, this yeah. is crossing a line of right. yeah. you making me try to be something I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's like, it is a really fine line. Totally. And right. I think it's also, um, it shows like when you're with somebody who is the right person, like I think you are going to just change inherently. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right? Like you're yeah. going to compliment each other and mm-hmm. you are hopefully going to pick up good habits, maybe even a little couple of bad habits. Yeah, too, yeah, but yeah like, totally. But that person isn't like actively trying to change you. You yeah. are doing yeah. it because you want to. Yeah, yeah. Because you're like, oh, I like this. This is elevating mm-hmm. me. Exactly. And I think the big yeah. thing for, for all of this is to remember that, you know, something you had also mentioned, something we always say on the show mm-hmm. is like the Maya Angelou quote, mm-hmm. when like somebody shows you who they are, believe them the first time exactly and people show you exactly who they are right mm-hmm. in the beginning so if you feel in the beginning you're not going to be okay with it again right you will yeah. just become more of yourself so which means you will really dislike it even more later mm-hmm. so like see which which of the things which of the quirks yeah. and the ticks really bug you and which can be manageable for you so that you're not making the other person feel like right 
and that could be example what you said, right? Yeah. It could be the thing of like, oh, this person's past isn't something I feel comfortable with. 100% okay. Yeah. Right. So, it, when like, the past is the present, though. No, no. And like, that, you know what I mean? But that's fair. Like, that's what me, I'm not comfortable like, yeah. That necessarily. Is, right. There's, and that's there's the levels. Thing, right? So, like, <laughs> and that's what I mean. Yeah. It's like, whatever that is for you to, to be, to honor that and know that, like, this is, this is my line. And I can't, mm-hmm. I can't have that. But then don't be okay with it and ask somebody to change later. That right. becomes yeah. like yeah. misleading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I also think with that, just that just like yeah, yeah, struck yeah. something in me when you said mm-hmm. that. I think that it's okay to, it's okay to change. Right. And to communicate to your partner some things that have become mm-hmm. like deal breakers or things that you no longer want to tolerate. Because I think that you're allowed to evolve as a person. That's and true. as we grow, our needs and wants grow and change. Totally. And I think that you're, I think it's okay to like one day have said, oh, you know what? Like, I definitely no pot smoking whatsoever. That is like a massive deal breaker with me. And then maybe five years later, you're like, what? It's legal. Poof, come on and puff, puff, give. <laughs> or maybe, you know, it goes like vice versa. You used to be cool with that. Yeah. Like, I know, yeah. I know for, um, you know, some people, it's like in the beginning of a relationship, especially if they're young, sure, they'll go out drinking, they'll stay out at three o'clock right. in the morning and it's cool. Like you're totally bought into that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But as you grow up and you grow and change, it's like, okay, babe, it's no longer cool for you to come in at 3 a.m. in the morning on a Friday night when we're trying to build a life for each other. Right. Or, you know, we want to get engaged. We want to get married. We want to have kids. We want to set an example. So I think it's okay to say what your deal breakers are in that moment in that place in life, but also give yourself grace and space to grow and evolve and Mm -hmm. say, listen, this is where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you don't have to feel that, oh, I'm, I was the cold chick in the beginning. I have to be the cold chick every time. But sometimes you want to grow up and to be like a mature woman. Yeah. And you're like, these are my new needs. Yeah. And then your partner needs to meet you where you're at and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So also give yourself grace to grow. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. And I think, um, you know, just, uh, uh, to sort of piggyback off of that is like, yeah, it's, it is totally good to evolve and we do evolve. Just try to understand the reasons why you are also evolving. So mm-hmm. if like, if your needs change, you know, um, and I'll give, I, I always just try to speak from personal opinion. Like mm-hmm. my, uh, ex-boyfriend of four years used to, he always clubbed. He always went out. He went out till four or mm-hmm. five in the morning. I never cared. And I was like, cool. I trust you. You're out with your friends. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't have to call me at any point. I was like, cool. And that still, to me, to this day, that hasn't changed. As long as somebody tells me where they are, I'd be fine, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But, like, if that does start changing for me, I can't assume that just because I have changed that that person has to change. Right. So that's where, like, the communication comes exactly. in. And yeah. figuring out, well, is there some part of his action that is now not uh, suitable for me? You know, mm-hmm. like what you said, where is it, is it because hey, you know what? We're trying to build a life together and I yeah. need you to be present the next day. So like have those conversations and and communicate that so that like, because part of life is like finding people you can grow with, right? Yeah. And right. growth is correct. Like and and, and that's it the goal. Growth. Yeah. You're looking for someone that you are building a life with, yes. not staying in place yes. with. Right. Who wants to be, you know, 45 and like still clubbing and hanging yeah. out like you don't want to be that guy right. but I mean if that's who you want to be go- yeah. mazel but you know what I'm saying it's just like you, you want to find someone yeah. that you can build and grow and involve with together and that's why I think having effective communication is such a key to all yes. relationships because oh, yep. there are some friendships that I've yeah. outgrown where I'm like 
okay, boo-boo, you're still doing that? Right. Like, that was yeah. cute five years ago. It's not cute now. Right. Yeah. So it's like in all types of relationships, things grow and evolve. And it's just like mm-hmm. honoring yourself first and being yes. like, this is where I am at. Who in my life is serving that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if those relationships aren't serving that, have the conversation. If you're able to change it and grow, great. And if not, love yourself enough to yeah. be like, this relationship had a reason in a season and I'm moving forward and on. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of people feel stuck in relationships. And that goes back to a point that we made in the prior podcast. There are a lot of people in relationships who are 100% alone, raising the kids by themselves, but yet they have a husband, you know, raising or, you know, doing whatever for the house, yet they have a wife, but they're doing it on their own. They don't really have a partner because one person stayed stuck and mm-hmm. one person evolved. Mm-hmm. And that's not a partnership. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, like some people I talked to are like, oh, I feel like I have like a fourth kid and they're talking about their husband, yeah. you know, or like, I feel like, you know, my wife doesn't, you know, um, honor me. My, my wife doesn't, you know, care about me anymore. She doesn't, you know, dress up for me anymore. We don't do any of the sexy stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. She just feels like a mom now and she doesn't feel like my wife anymore. So I think that, um, just learning to communicate and to grow and to check in with yourself and then check in with the other person to make sure that you're still in alignment for where you want to go as a unit is, is really important. Mm-hmm. Like I had a friend who told me she didn't want to talk about politics and I was just like, what? <laughs> and then I was like, now I have to make a life choice. Like, not argue over politics, but she didn't even want to be informed. And oh. that was the thing with yeah. me. I was like, you don't want to be informed. She's like, I just want to focus on the positive. I was like, you mean be delusional? Right. <laughs> like, I was yeah. like, what? So, well, I, yeah. I, I think you're, um, uh, I think you're totally right. You know, I, I would also just add on like mm-hmm. a positive note of like, there are always going to be things that annoy us about yeah, the people of that we're course, with. Of course, of course. And like, is there a way for us to look at the thing and remember why we like them in the first place? Yeah. You know, where again, if it is like the video games or if it is the, you know, she does this thing that I don't like or or she is this way. Like, example, if it was for me, I remember I told my ex who... um who I was living with at the end when he was like bringing up this thing of like social media is the thing that was bugging him. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I told him, I said, man, I, I, I miss the way you used to look at me, which was like with Aww. adoration. Like wow. he, he used to look at me with like, Oh, I, I adore you. Mm-hmm. And now he's just like so insecure and he looks at me like that. And I'm like, man, I just, I wish you would remember the things the way I remembered it with you. Like, I always knew he was, like, a nerdy, kind of, like, watch movies at home, watch foreign films. I hate foreign films. like <laughs> mm-hmm. and that. But I would sit there and, like, even if I was bored, I, I just would look over at him and be like, oh, man, he's enjoying <laughs> he's so himself. Like, he's... Yeah. Like, and so I would try to, like, find the, 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 the little joys in that, you right. know, where can you remember the things that you liked about the person so that... You're letting them be, you know, mm-hmm. and like you are also being and and just giving each other space to be individuals mm-hmm. in the relationship, which is most important to be yes. like two separate people who yep. are then together. Yeah. You know, so that people aren't losing their like even like guys who mm-hmm. like to, to have their bro days, you know, or girls who need they their should. girl days. Yeah, they like, definitely yeah. Just remember that like you probably liked him because he was so close with his friends and you like that he had this like fun side to him that he liked doing activities uh, so you know yeah try to make that little part of the, mm-hmm. the approach a yeah. little bit so yeah. what i've what i heard from from your story which i think is really important as well is that um 
again back to intentionality like did he fall in love with you or did he fall in love with the idea of oh, you for sure because it's like this admiration yeah. <laughs> this like blah 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 like yeah. to me that's more of like i'm falling in love with this idea of this amazing person and then when you get to, to the reality right. of it he's yeah. actually insecure about it and it's kind of like wait a minute oh, da, da, da. this actually happened yeah. exactly whereas you <laughs> you were like oh you have these cool quirks that you do you're actually trying to make a connection based on like a commonality to, right. to connect with him yeah so you were seeking connection and he was chasing admiration oh, right yeah, yeah, yeah. so those are two different things mm-hmm. so it goes back to like am i falling in love with the person or am i falling in love with the idea of the person or the potentiality of the person because i used to date guys and i'd be like we have the potential to be great. Yeah. And potential means you're not doing it now. Right. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. so it goes back to what we're talking about, like the crust of it, letting people be who they are and also letting yourself be who you are so that you two can fall in love with each other and not an idea or the right. potential of what it could be. Because right. I've done that. I'm like, well he'll get it together yeah 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 yeah. yeah. And, and then usually he gets it together yeah. for the next year i was just gonna say oh he gets it together <laughs> he gets, all he right, gets it together, right? Yeah. but like <laughs> after you built him up right? and then you guys break up and then he's off and la la land yeah, with, with some other chick it's like i'm i'm done building a man it's not my job right my i job. hear you um you know also just like uh um you know, when you part of part of this whole thing is also just letting mm-hmm. go of control a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, again, knowing knowing what you want um, so that you are you aren't lowering your standards isn't mm-hmm. what we're saying by by saying, like, let the other person be. It's again, finding the great the, point, finding yeah. the line between your sta- your standards, your needs, your requirements and and what are preferences mm-hmm. and what can be right. compromised on. Um, yeah. Because I think they're. Yeah. You know, yep. Fine line. Yeah. Um, Candy, thank you so much for Yay! being on the show. Yeah, thank you. So much for having me. I um, had so much fun. <laughs> well, you, you already did six questions. So, guys, yeah. if you want to hear uh, Candy's answers to her six questions, listen back to our last episode on embracing your single life. Um, where can everybody find you on social media and your book and all that yes. fun stuff? So, you guys can find me at Candy Washington on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and over at candywashington.com. And also on Amazon, search for Sugar Pills 10 Days to Awaken Your Inner Power. You can get it on Kindle and hard copy. That's my latest book. It's all about awakening your inner badass, yes. honoring your power, manifesting your vision, and just embracing the extraordinary life that is waiting for you because we all have it inside of us. It's all based on my own personal journey. So I give you like, it's not like frou-frou unicorns and, and, you know, puff tails running around. It's like, no, this is what happened to me. These are three ways I persevered through it. And I hope it adds value to your life so you can do it too. Love it. Yeah. Though I wish there were a world of unicorns. And I pups mean, pups. I'm a magical <laughs> unicorn fairy. My book is called Sugar Pills. <laughs> yes. My name's Candy. <laughs> Love it. Aisha, where can people find you? You guys can find me at Aisha Says Dance across all the social networks. Yay. And friends, we are at Kind of Dating on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So make sure you send us your uh, reviews, your thoughts, your stories, uh, also to kindofdating at gmail.com. I am at Natasha Chandel on Facebook, Instagram, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. Thank you so much for Yay. listening to this episode. If you can please take a few seconds and review us on your favorite podcast app, especially iTunes, we would be grateful. Follow us on YouTube at Natasha Chandel. Somewhere there, you can find it. Um, also, uh, lastly, send us your dating stories and thoughts once again to kindofdating at gmail.com. 
and you know this. <laughs> I know it's tough out there. Just try. Until next time. Bye. Kinda Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandel. Aisha Holden is my co-host and our social media producer. Our audio engineer is Adam Pineless. Jenna Ribbing is our associate producer. The opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.